Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. And today I want to tell you, stop overanalyzing it to death. Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. Happy Monday, y'all. Earlier, I was listening to Make Me Feel. It's a song by Skip Marley, and I love this song. Some of the lyrics are, even though it's rough out there, no one knows, seems no one cares. You give me hope when none is found. Life is short. Time's running out. Let's make this a good life. Yeah. Even though the bad times, nothing can kill this vibe as long as I feel the way you make me feel. No matter what mood I'm in, when I hear the beat and the words to the song, I instantly find myself rocking to it. I don't even hear the song. I'm just thinking about it. I'm sitting here rocking right now, moving in my chair. Yeah, I'm feeling it. My energy changes. I feel motivated. Yeah, the song is talking about relationships, but I want you to think about lyric, think about the lyrics when you're feeling some kind of way. When you're in a mood, like what gives you hope when it seems like none is found? What's that thing you tap into that nothing can kill its vibe because it gives you that feel good feeling? Well, that's all great, y'all. But you know what does kill a vibe? And I'm preaching to the choir on this one. See, sometimes you got to do a podcast that's specifically for you. Sometimes you got to counsel, minister, and whatever to yourself too. So anywho, as I was saying, you know what does kill a vibe? Overanalyzing something to death. Look, I'm cerebral. I reside in my head. And research shows that folks who are really smart, very intelligent, are most susceptible to overanalyzing and overthinking. <laughs> I always knew I was a genius. <laughs> but I'm also a Virgo. And that is very characteristic of Virgos, overthinkers. That's who we are, overthinkers, for those of you who are into that horoscope stuff. But... Research shows that women tend to be the main ones who overthink. Now, that doesn't mean you fellas who are listening that y'all don't overthink too because some of y'all can overthink some stuff just like we can. But let's think about this for a minute. So, so I'm smart. I'm a Virgo. And I'm a woman. Oh, Lord. That explains it all. <laughs> but, you know... Sometimes people overthink things because they're feeling anxious or they're feeling stressed or they have fears. And truth be told, thinking too much about things is just as, just as much of a nuisance for us as it is for those who are around us. It can take a toll on our well-being and on our relationships. So you're sitting there, you're asking yourself, am I an over thinker I'm gonna give you some clues I'll give you probably about 14 clues that's a lot of clues right by the end of this you'll figure out if you if there's some elements of you that are an overthinker you spend too much time in thoughts 
One of the surest signs pointing to the fact that you're an overthinker is that you spend a lot of your time immersed in thought. And that is the reason why you hardly ever get much done. You're doing so much thinking and planning ahead in your head. Mm, that could be a good thing sometimes, but you should not keep indulging in it over and over. You should try to convince yourself to actually get down to business like without thinking about the various possibilities that might occur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those of you who worry so much, stress so much, you you think about all the things that might happen that never really happen. Another example or a clue that you might be an overthinker. You conceive hypothetical situations. And see, proceeding on a hypothesis is a flaw that many of us are guilty of. By doing this, we tend to make every situation in our life much more complex than it ever needs to be. Yeah. Once you concoct too many hypothetical situations in your mind over a period of time, you start believing those falsehoods to be reality. You can't even distinguish illusion from reality. You have made those hypotheses factual when in fact, they're not. <laughs> Another way that hmm, you may be an overthinker, you constantly think of worst case scenarios. Now, none of us are soothsayers and no one knows what the future holds in store for us. None of us have that crystal ball or possess the powers of ESP, but the problem is we have a habit of creating the worst case scenarios. As human beings, all we can do is live each day to the fullest, make each moment count and place our trust in God, hoping that he will guide and protect us. Faith, faith, faith. I needed to say that three times. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say it one more time. Faith is something that really helps soothe us. Instead of worrying about something, fretting about something that may never happen, we gotta have faith that everything is gonna work out for our good. We gotta stop playing the worst case scenarios over and over in our head. So, so far we spend too much time and thought overanalyzing, like, super overanalyzing it and then we've created these hypothetical situations and a lot of times in creating those hypothetical situations we create the worst case scenarios so those are three so far next you focus on the distant future without enjoying the present the future is a mystery to all of us and worrying about it does not solve any problems. If you end up focusing entirely on the future, you might miss out on all the great things that are happening in your life today. As an overthinker, you must realize that once you do your best, you shall let the events take their own natural course. 
No good comes from overthinking. Eventually, you'll have anxiety, which leads to bigger health issues like stress, high blood pressure, heart disease, whatever. Try to live in the moment. Let the future take care of itself. The next, you never take anything at face value. It is the nature of overanalyzers to never accept anything as it is. They always try to dig just a bit deeper and contemplate just a little more to ensure that they have taken into consideration every facet of the problem and that there is no stone that they have left unturned when it comes to a particular situation. However, sometimes when a person says something, you should realize that he or she has no ulterior motive. There's nothing more to the story. And maybe you should leave it at that. There is nothing more to the story. <laughs> sometimes you may try reading between the lines even when there is nothing to read. See, the trait of overanalyzing is like an obsessive compulsive disorder of sorts. Oh Lord, I got OCD in the brain. <laughs> Even if the smallest of chance occurrence takes place, we try, and I say we, we try and read deep into it and excavate some hidden meaning. And these traits make it very difficult for people to be friends with us, to be in relationships with us. However, this is a habit that has to be handled delicately. So you don't make someone feel isolated, right? So stop trying to read between the lines. Sometimes there's nothing there to read. Another example is that you take little things very seriously. A sure sign that you are an overthinker is that you take even the smallest of things very seriously. Even a joke cracked by an individual is something which you end up taking to heart. Oh, that must be what people are talking about when they sometimes accuse me of being too literal. They trying to tell me I don't know how to take a joke. <laughs> It is okay to be serious in life. However, it's also important to realize that our friends joke. And sometimes they hardly ever mean what they say. So, you know, stop taking things, especially little things, so seriously. Also, you tend to blow small things out of proportion. At no point in your life should you keep quiet if you think that you should raise your voice or raise a particular issue, you know. However, it is also important to make sure that you do not end up blowing even the smallest of things out of proportion. Yeah, because it's going to irritate you eventually and it's definitely going to irritate the people around you. So try not to do that. Sometimes you blindly assume a lot of things and we know what they say about assuming, right? Yeah, sometimes you have so much going on in your mind that you often end up missing out on things that are actually going on in the present moment. If someone tells you a half story, you make an assumption about the second half without having any particular facts. And when you assume things, all you end up doing is letting your mind play tricks on you. Yeah, there's a song from back in the day. My mind's playing tricks on me. Some of y'all know what song I'm talking about. 
Anywho, <laughs> another sign that you may be an overthinker. You think over too much and end up spoiling your own mood. You think about it too much and then you put your own self in a bad mood. Even when you're out with friends, you end up forcing yourself to think about some, some event in the distant future, which may not even happen. And people that keep overthinking things in their minds always end up spoiling their own mood. And they give themselves a headache. So it's better to stop overthinking. A great thing to do is to try to focus on the positives that may come out of a situation rather than thinking of the negatives. Doing this is a really great tip. Let's think about this for a second. Most people, okay, a lot of people think about the negative things that could possibly happen instead of thinking about the good things that could possibly happen. Can you imagine how much we deprive ourselves of? Because in our heads, we've built up all these negative things that could possibly happen. We're not living in the moment. We never take things at face value. We try to read between the lines when there's nothing there. We take every little thing seriously. We can't take a joke. We blow small things out of proportion. We blindly assume, man, it's horrible. And then you take every no as a personal rejection, even when it is not. Sometimes it might just, ha might just happen that for some reason or another, people turn down a plan to grab a meal, excuse me, to grab a meal or even say no when you ask them for a favor. Doesn't mean you're reject, you're, they're rejecting you. And if you're someone that takes rejection personally, then you're certainly an overthinker. Stop thinking too much about things. It's just a waste of time. It is. Sometimes a no is, is, is just a no when it has nothing to do with you. And maybe that person's trying to have some me time or, or they just can't do it right now and don't want to tell you why they can't do it right now, but it has absolutely nothing to do with you. You may also be overcritical about yourself and even others. People who overanalyze rarely ever see the positives and more often focus on the wrongs and negatives. Such an attitude makes the individual very critical. Not only critical of himself or herself, but about the world in general. It has been often noticed that cynical people are too tough to work with, too tough to be friends with, too tough to be in relationships with. Because their attitudes are like, ugh. Yeah. You're unable to let the tiniest of things go. Y'all know them people. They hold on to stuff forever. You're like, we still talking about this five years later? <laughs> you still fretting over what happened in 2003 and it's 2020? They're unable to let things go. Yeah. You never act impulsively. You try to weigh and measure the pros and cons of any decision that comes your way. You never act impulsively. You're definitely not a risk taker at all. Yeah. So if you have any of those signs, you spend too much time in thought. You conceive hypothetical situations. You constantly think of worst case scenarios. 
you focus on the future instead of enjoying the present. You never take anything at face value. You try reading between the lines even when there is nothing to read. You take every little thing very seriously. You tend to blow small things out of proportion. You blindly assume a lot of things. You overthink stuff and end up spoiling your own mood. You take every no as a personal rejection when it's not. You're overcritical about yourself and others. And you are unable to let even the tiniest of things go. And you never act impulsively. If any of that sounds like you, you are possibly, most definitely, an overthinker. So for all of you people who are my friends who are listening and y'all try to get at me because Nicole, you overthink things. Mm-hmm. Look who's living in a glass house trying to throw some stones. <laughs> but I'm going to share about seven tips that are coming directly from Tony Robbins. Many of you know who he is. To try to help you stop overthinking. And the first one is to manage your story. Tony Robbins says, we all are telling ourselves stories. The question is, does your story empower you or hold you back? The stories we tell ourselves about who we are impact every aspect of our lives. Overthinkers may tell themselves, I've always been a worrier. Or I'm just naturally more anxious than everyone else. These are stories that hold you back. It can be especially hard to change if you never ask yourself, why? Do I overthink? Ask yourself that right now. Why do I overthink? So to overcome your limiting beliefs, you need to first identify them. Then you can catch yourself when you start telling yourself these negative stories and replace them with positive ones like I'm in charge of my emotions. And once you change your story, you'll change your life. Uh... Somebody needs to hear that again. Once you change your story, you'll change your life. Mm, mm, mm. The stories we tell ourselves. His next tip, let go of the past. Overthinkers often focus on the past, expending energy on the what ifs, the should haves. Those who understand how to stop overthinking know that the past is just that. It can't be changed. Oh my gosh. Let, let me say that again. The past is just that. It cannot be changed. You can't overthink it to death. You can't worry about it to death. You can't do anything to undo what has already happened and has passed. Nothing. The only thing you can change is the meaning you give to it. Letting go of the past means you don't let your mistakes control your future decisions and you don't let bad things that have been done to you control your emotions. You forgive others. You let go of your anger. It's one of the most significant ways you can change your story. I need y'all to act like y'all got the pen in your hand and you're writing your story from this day forward. What do you want your story to be? How do you change it? You manage it. 
Recognize the stories you've been telling yourself over years. You let go of the past because there's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely nothing. Some of y'all are holding yourselves hostage because you won't let go of the past. You're allowing it to rob you of present happiness and future happiness. We're not worried about the future, but I just want you to know holding on to the past impacts your current and your future. It gets you nowhere. So I need you to, the third thing he says, live in the moment. Living in the moment is key to learning how to stop overthinking. Most people can't just flip a switch and live in the moment. Or can they? You can take control of your mind and stop negative emotions in their track. Yeah, you. You can take control of your mind and stop your negative emotions in their track. Identify overthinking before it spirals out of control. Take a minute to reset. Breathe. And focus on the moment. Some of you practice mindfulness, meditation. Just breathe. Focus on this moment right now. This moment right now. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are you grateful for? Now, at first it's going to take conscious awareness. A lot of people don't have that. Or so they think they don't have. Because they've never tapped into it. But try. Tap into your conscious awareness. It's a daily ritual like meditation. And it can help you retrain your brain to live in the moment. And eventually you'll find that it's something that just comes naturally for you. Next, take control of your emotions. Living in the moment doesn't mean you should bury your negative emotions. In order to master your emotions though, you need to first acknowledge them, identify their root cause. Let's stay there for a minute. Identify their root cause. See, so many people hold on to those negative emotions and they're so buried into the emotions that they haven't even taken the time to identify the root cause of the emotions. We're going to go backwards. This is the only time I'm allowing you to go back to the past, okay? We're going to go back and we're going to peel back some layers. We're going to identify what led us here in this emotion because oftentimes it's not a current action that led you to that emotion it's some past stuff that you've been holding on to that you have not dealt with that's showing up in your present so when you're feeling anxious dig deeper it's often about facing your larger fears such as not feeling in control of your life or not progressing in a way you like to be Become aware of the root causes of your overthinking and you can start making progress to stop it before it starts. And then I want you to focus on solutions. Identify your problems, but give your power and energy to solutions, not to the problems, but to the solutions. So you've identified the real reasons for your stress and anxiety, but your work isn't done. The only way to learn how to stop overthinking for good is to take charge of your life. If your overthinking is caused by stress at work, rethink your career path. 
If you're not where you want to be in life, set goals for yourself so that you can get there. If you feel like your life is out of control, make decisions today to get behind the wheel of your life. And I know these are big moves and they take guts. But remember, no one controls your reality but you. Don't you want your life to be extraordinary? Of course you do. Next, I want you to know the difference between fear and intuition. See, overthinkers may have trouble distinguishing between the fear of making a mistake, which leads to overthinking to the point where they make no decision, and a deep feeling that something is wrong. So let's see. You have a difficult time distinguishing the fear Distinguishing between the fear of making a mistake. And that leads you to overthinking to a point that you make no decision at all. And then you find yourself with this deep feeling that something is wrong. And now you're telling yourself that's your intuition. Mm, mm, mm. So knowing if fear or intuition is guiding your behavior will help you get out of your head and take the next necessary steps. By connecting to your body, like get one with your body. Take some few deep breaths. And really feel what it must be like, what it would be like to make a decision. And then you can decipher whether fear or intuition is in play here and how to move forward. And then last, ask yourself the right questions. Asking yourself the wrong questions, including why do I overthink over and over, won't help you identify what's really going on in your thoughts or in your life. It'll only facilitate more overthinking. So focusing on solution-oriented questions that are proactive rather than those that are triggers Instead of asking, why do all of my relationships turn sour? Ask, what energy am I projecting that attracts negative partners? When you ask questions that allow you to make changes to your own behavior and move forward in a healthier manner, you can reduce overthinking and improve your life. So... If you're guilty like me, it's time for all of us to stop over analyzing it to death. I wanna thank you for tuning in to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner.